Hey guys, I'm Adrian. And I'm Steve, and welcome to the Tide Podcast. Yeah, we're recording live from the basement of the uh, that uh, church thingy on Little St. James Island. We uh, came here after uh, Mr. Epstein uh, ended up killing himself, you know, looking for a bunch of cool stuff, hoping that we could grab that... Uh, that uh, Bill Clinton painting, but uh, seems like it had already been ransacked by the FBI. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> did you see that painting that hey. I'm talking about? What are we doing today? What's going on? We're now on iTunes. Yeah, we yeah, are. we are. We're on iTunes. So uh, ho- hopefully, you guys checked out episode one on iTunes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We got the first one on there. Uh, I'm gonna work on getting uh, some of our backlog on there as well. Uh, so hopefully. Uh, those go, we can get those up and then, uh, you guys can check those out if you, uh, if you're new to the, the, uh, show. Um, but besides that, we're, we're also going to be trying to get, uh, this season on, uh, YouTube as well, since, uh, we know that a lot of you guys were listening to it there, uh, so that we can, yeah. you know, we can have them, uh, everywhere, right? Yeah, well, I, I, normally I was the one that was uploading the videos to YouTube and, Unfortunately, both my computers crapped out, and I was using Windows Movie Maker, so now Adrian is the one who's uh, spearheading the, the the uploads, so we just need to get the software to work so we can get everything back up and running on our YouTube channel, but in the meantime, you can join us on iTunes. It's kind of neat to say that, like, on iTunes. I know, right? Like, we started this as, like, a joke, and then, like... Now we're on we're on iTunes. We have sponsors, and you know, we're looking at other sponsors. So yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm at least I'm a top fan on at least twenty pages on Facebook. So you know, uh, it, it's a pretty big deal, right? Right. God, I can't wait to see the look on my mom's face when she's there on iTunes. She's like, oh, what is this tied podcast? Oh my God, that's my son. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, the look of <laughs> We made it, Ma. We made it, Ma. We really got it. Um, sorry, I, I do have a bit of a pitfall, so if I'm a little wheezy and hacking, it's because there is a little bug going around. And I was feverish last night. I took some knockout medicine, and I woke up feeling a lot better. My fever is gone, but it's still a little, little, little wheezy, so just bear with me, guys. I, I'm not... Full hundred percent. I do work tonight, so I'm just trying to rest up. So that that said, um, what, what are we talking about tonight? What are we doing? So we we got a few things to talk about. Um, we've had that thing that you've been uh, that you've been spearheading and trying to get off the ground. So we'll we'll go into that a little bit later, but. Um, one of the we'll give it a little intro by talking about. Um, Multiverses. So, yes. As you guys know, uh, if you guys are f- a fan of uh, comic books, um, there yeah. are uh, in both the DC and the Marvel universes there are multiverses, or you know, different parallel universes. That that whole idea. Um, one of the things that's kind of exciting right now is that uh, uh, the DC TV shows are are gonna are gearing up to do their annual. Uh, uh, multiverse crossover episode like they do every year. Um, yeah, it should it should it should be cool. They're bringing in like all sorts of people from all the old DC shows. You know, they they've got some Smallville yeah, people. Yeah, Kevin Conroy. Uh, yeah, Kevin Conroy. It sh- it should be really cool. But basically, uh, <laughs> at a a very basic level what 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 it it is is the the theory that your earth exists uh along with multiple other earths where you could have multiple versions of yourself uh, along those those different universes or, or earths and you could be slightly different or you could be very different. You could look the same. You could be a completely different person. You could be a male. You could be a female. Like, there could be all sorts of different versions of you throughout, you know, these these different universes and different Earths or, or whatever you want to call it. 
I mean, it could be something as simple as I've had something completely different in this other universe, but everything else still winds up uh, accordingly. So it, yeah. it's literally potentially an infinite amount of universes. Um, Rick and Morty actually does a really good job at touching on that. If uh, you're a fan of the show, I love Rick and Morty, but it touches a lot on the multiverse. That's kind of the whole premise of the show. And there's one scene where uh, Rick is talking to the family and he said, he's talking to Summer, his granddaughter, and he says something along the lines of, we're having the same exact conversation in infinite amount of uh, universes or timelines or whatever. Yeah. And she farts or something and he says, okay, well, that's funny. You know, that, that, that's always funny or something like that. So it's just interesting to try to wrap your mind around something that's potentially infinite. Right. With, with the, the possibility that there could be a universe where I'm a billionaire and you know, the world is mine. Blah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. You know, here I am in this world just on the couch watching BattleBots and eating pho, so. <laughs> How are you watching BattleBots? Like, did you go, like, on YouTube or something? <laughs> or, like, do you have an old <laughs> old VHS? <laughs> yes, I have an old VHS. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but, um, actually, BattleBots is back on. Oh, is it? Uh, is it, like, new episodes and uh, shit? Oh, yeah, brand new episode. Dude. Oh, that's wild. So much better than what it used to be, because now the robots are actually, like, they're agile, they're fast, they allow for, like, flamethrowers and everything. Some of these, some of these drones, which get smacked out of the air and exploded, it, 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 it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Dude, do you remember Z-Bots? Z-Bots? Yeah. Uh, maybe? There were those little, like, micro-machine type things, and they were little robots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, those things fucking ruled. We were we were probably in like third, third or fourth grade when that that shit was yeah. hot. It, 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 there's a universe somewhere out there in the multiverse where that is still alive and running. Yeah, <laughs> a Z-Bot is our president. Right. Z-Bot's <laughs> still going. It, 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 it's a great show. Um, there are some builders from the original series ones on Comedy Central that are back. Um, of course, I remember most of them, and I remember their bots and whatnot, because I was a huge, huge fan, but this came out when I was in high school. Um, but anyway, so I digress. That, that, that's a whole other Yeah, whole other thing. that's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so even... Maybe that'll be next week's episode. Uh, but anyway, so the multiverse, yeah, so it's interesting. Now, I remember... Um, how come you going to listen to this and probably correct me, but I remember... Mathematically, that science can predict up to seven different dimensions other than ours, something like that, where just when they're looking through all the the equations and whatnot, like seven is like the number, like, okay, we can definitely show that there can be seven other dimensions out there. Uh, somebody's going to correct me on that, but have you heard anything <laughs> like that along those lines? Yeah, definitely. There was, um, there was a, a podcast that I used to listen to where they were actually talking about, uh, inter, uh, oh shit, well, uh, like the idea of like interdimensional beings and, um, fuck, what, what, they were calling them something weird. It wasn't like extraterrestrials. I think it was like inter, interdimensional terrestrials or, or some shit like yeah, so, uh, so that was the idea. Um, and in that, they were actually talking about uh, the multiple dimensions and how, like, mathematically you can uh, theorize uh, that there could be a plane of existence where things could exist that, you know, we can't see uh, and that maybe they can't see us or maybe they can. And it's just right. highly evolved beings. And there's some theories where uh that may actually be what aliens are they're just these like interdimensional beings that are uh popping in and out of our existence uh there's also some theories that you know that could be what uh what ghosts or or spirits are or you know things that, yeah. that we don't that we we don't always see or when you think you see something out of the corner of your eye and you turn and it you know it's gone or uh, or maybe even like uh, yeah. like Bigfoot or, or or shit like that you know like all those cryptozoological animals like maybe some of those could be interdimensional beings like that's why we don't find 
you know, like Bigfoot bones or like uh, chupacabra bones or anything like that? Well, there's people who speculate that when you're under the influence of, let's say, like DMT or psilocybin, that the entities that you encounter are actually extra dimensional with that, especially with DMT, where you feel like your doctor strange your your soul out of your your your, your body. Um, the entities that you encounter are actually these extra dimensional beings, just kind of giving insight and whatnot. So, right. Um, pretty pretty interesting. Third like, eye, or whatever. Flesh and blood. We, there's energy that, that goes through us, electrical energy and whatnot. Is it like a TV where once we're dead, that it's just gone, or is it like we're the receiver, and once our bodies cease to exist, does our energy still get broadcast somewhere? Right. And if so, where is that coming from? Is it from here, or is it like something outside of our realm of comprehension? Who knows? But definitely encountered some weird things. Yeah, and it's it's something that's pretty hard to um, to study. Like, right? Like, how can you prove like that kind of stuff? Like, where we probably don't have the technology to be able to measure something like that. Uh, and then you know, I, there there are more studies being done with things like DMT and uh, psilocybin, especially now that some of that stuff is being. Um, decriminalized a lot more, so hopefully uh, that can lead to a lot more studies, and you know maybe we can we can start looking uh, further into things like this, and you know maybe start figuring some of this out. And even uh, even if that doesn't end up being the case, there there are a lot of studies out there that we know of already that uh, show that things like DMT and psilocybin can be. Uh, very helpful for uh, for healing and uh, to help uh, come over like traumatic experiences and to help deal with things like PTSD and and depression and stuff like that. So uh, that is uh, you know another positive of, of, of things like that. So in your studies of the ancient text, do they mention anything about the multiverse at all? I mean, I, I'd like to think that. The aliens that we see, like the, like the alien grades, yeah. the lizard people and all that, just our universe is so unfathomably large that it's mathematically impossible for there to not be other life outside of Earth. Oh, absolutely. Um, where it gets into the extra-dimensional, I'm thinking that's where like the ghosts, the demons, and whatnot, that would be more their thing, where they exist in our world, but it's almost like Stranger Things, where it's like a the upside down. So we, yeah. We have our world and then there's like a, a mirror version of that universe. Right. <laughs> you know, who knows? I mean, who, who, who's to really say, but it, it's definitely interesting to sit and think about. Yeah. And like, that's kind of what I, what I'm thinking where, yeah, like the alien graves, those are definitely within our universe, if you will. Right. If you look at like the ghosts and demons where they pop up within our space. Yeah. And yet, you know, they're here and they're gone. Yeah. Like we're Popping in and out of our plane like, of that, existence, that, I that guess. That seems more extra dimensional to me. Yeah. That makes more sense. Right. And you know, like looking at all the ancient texts and stuff that I've, that I've been reading, uh, I don't, th- I don't think that I've, I've really come across anything where they talk about, you know, uh, other dimensions or anything like that. I don't know that that would really be a concept that they would have, you know, really been able to, to uh, I guess, conceptualize uh, a concept that they could conceptualize. But, um, yeah, I don't know that that's something that really would have, like, uh, crossed their mind. I think they they really thought in things uh, more in terms of you know like heaven or like the underworld and and stuff like that and like other other planets. But I mean you know maybe as a because I am starting like way back like 
beginning of like civilization. Um, I think maybe as I progress throughout history and start looking at some of the stuff that's you know still still old but a little bit more modern you know within the past few hundred years as opposed to the past several thousand years uh we may start getting into more more things like that because uh it there is uh, uh always the possibility that that stuff you know was around back then it's just uh our ancient ancestors just didn't have the or couldn't conceptualize that and just didn't understand it because you know there there's always the the uh the idea that you know some of the stuff that they were seeing back then that you know they thought was uh were like angels or demons were really just you know could have been like extraterrestrial extraterrestrials or or uh or just beings from you know uh, uh other planets um you know things like that, and you know UFOs, well, like thinking that they're I, I, like I chariots or whatever. Bible verse it is, but there's a verse somewhere in the Bible. If somebody out there is going to listen to this and quote me and and find it, but there's a a verse where they're describing what angels look like, and they said that they're covered in eyes. Yeah, and that's one hundred percent either describing a suicide or DNT entity because they all have what appears to be eyes just all over them. It, hmm. It's just very odd. So um, maybe it is something that is extra dimensional. Right. I mean, just off that description alone, it, it, that, that's thousand percent describing either some, somebody who's under the effects of psilocybin or DMT. You know, there's, um, there's, uh, there are theories that what actually gave humans consciousness and helped us evolve i think i believe it's called the stoned ape theory was that they were doing things like like smoking um uh some of the plants that were around back then or or eating mushrooms there's actually a theory that the uh the apple uh the famous apple from eden that um you know adam and eve ate was actually not an apple was actually a mushroom a psilocybin mushroom and that you know unlocked something in their brain um, I believe, uh, there's, there's a book that goes into it that I, I still need to pick up. I believe it's called the, the sacred crown and mushroom or the sacred mushroom and crown or something like that. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely an interesting theory. It's, um, something that I, I do, uh, want to research further because you know that, I mean, it does kind of make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, it's from knowing what I know now about those sorts of things, it, it, it definitely lines up to what these ancient cultures described as, you know, these, these, these angels and demons, and these, you know, these, these types of entities. Right. And again, and, if you're experiencing these things, it's definitely not something that's in the physical. It's definitely something that's in the, you know, extra dimensional type feeling. Yeah. And then like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's almost as if like your, your third eye is opening and you're able to see things around you that are sharing the same space as you, but you can't see them until you're undergoing these, these you know, certain effects. Right. And, you know, we're, we're at the point, you know, now where we can kind of understand what things are like a little, a little bit better than, than, um, than, you know, uh, our, our ancestors and, Imagine being, you know, like one of the first, one of the first humans, like, you know, they're not even really wearing clothes or anything like that. And you, you know, you accidentally eat the the wrong, or I guess in this case, the right mushroom and then bam, consciousness, like. Right. <clears throat> well, there's, there's definitely, but like, like you mentioned earlier, um, there's a lot of medical advantages to these uh, particular substances. Now, not, we're not encouraging the use of any of these, mind you, but <laughs> it seems like as studies become a little bit more uh, common that they're finding more and more good out of these substances than, than, than negative, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but it's interesting, because it, it, it does feel like your third eye is opening. Like You actually feel like pressure moving towards your forehead, and then you're just able to kind of experiences completely different the world all while you're either sitting in your living room or just laying in bed. It's, it's, it's really fascinating. It literally feels like you're being transported to a, a different dimension, if you will, or you're just, you know, maybe having a glimpse into the upside down, for lack of a better term, where you're just able to see 
like your world through you know this different lens, this different perspective. So uh, the the book was actually called "The Sacred Mushroom and Cross: A Study of the Nature uh, and Origins of Christianity" by John M. Allegro. If you guys are interested in that, That's interesting. Definitely have to check that one out. Actually, when you get a chance, send, send me a link to that. Cause I'd like to take a look at that. Yeah, I actually just so, pulled it up on eBay. There's a copy for eighteen bucks. Not all. That's nice. it's a pretty decent price. And free shipping. All right. Hell yeah. Free shipping? Yep. Absolutely <laughs> free shipping. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, I, I've still got a stack of, like, 12 books that I need to get through. <laughs> man. Yeah. But that's the the life of researching this kind of stuff. So, what, what, what else is there? Just, well, you know, Disney, uh, Disney, I think, is, uh, or Marvel specifically, I guess, is um, starting to to uh, play up that angle a bit more. It seems like, and I, you know, I, I still haven't even seen um, uh, the second part of Infinity War, but it seems like they probably really? tapped into that in there, right? They, br- they brought yeah, in, like, they, multiple they, universes they, a little they, bit. They kind of, not exactly, <clears throat> I, I think Doctor Strange deals more with the multiverse. Yeah, and, like, his next movie, I think, is directly involved in that. Yeah, I, I would say that uh, Endgame and like the, the the past couple of movies with uh, Thanos deals more with uh, like altered timelines hmm. than actual multiverse. But there, there is definitely multiverse within uh, the MCU. That, that's courtesy of Doctor Strange. Where yeah, he, he's literally the keeper of the multiverse, where he's able to travel the multiverse and see these things. And apparently, that's what uh, WandaVision and the next Doctor Strange movie is going to be about. Is actually delving into the multiverse. But it is interesting to see uh, DC kind of recon themselves and, you know, actually fix themselves with the better and jumping right into Infinite Crisis, hopefully moving on towards putting out better better content because, God, there's no reason why those movies should be awful. They should be so much better and I'm glad that they, they are getting better, you know, from Wonder Woman to Shazam, which was a phenomenal movie. Yeah. And uh, even Aquaman was was just a great movie. So if, if they keep on that road then it's gonna be hopefully give Marvel a run for the money. Yeah, and we've got the, we got they, Joker they coming out. Just being themselves, not trying to be anything else. Like Yeah. You know, they don't need to be dark and broody. Yeah, Batman to be dark and broody. Shazam should have levity. Superman is a is a boy scout. He shouldn't be like dark and broody. Like we have that. His name is Batman. He's enough dark and broody for everybody. And one of the constantly reoccurring themes in the comics is how everybody makes fun of Batman for being overly dark and broody. Right. So, we do have a... We do you have that Joker movie to look forward to. That's coming out really soon. Like two months, oh, I think. Man, I can't wait that. Oh, that looks amazing. I, I really... Of all the comic book movies, I want that one to be, like, phenomenal. I, I really do. <laughs> Sorry, Matthew. <laughs> Locking Phoenix as a Joker. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's gonna be good. That perfect malnourished body for the role, just looking all right. sickly. <laughs> oh man. So, anyways, what what else have you been working on? I've been. I did post a video up on our YouTube about the little project I'm working on. I had not to pick a moment, but, you know, I, I'm usually pretty secretive to the shit that I work on because I'm very self-conscious of my stuff. I don't like people reading my stuff or touching myself. I'm, I'm just very guarded with that stuff. But I had the epiphany moment about two and a half weeks ago where it's like, holy shit, I think I found a, an outlet. <laughs> right. Well, let's uh, let's just dive right into it. Let's uh, let's talk about it. All right. Oh boy. So, well, first, uh, yeah, talk how you came up with the idea. It's such an odd little idea, and I thought I went other times to stimulate to a very similar project, but it looks like it's doing really well and actually has a fan base. So the fact that there's a precedence, I guess, a 
market for this type yeah. of thing is, is encouraging. It's just a matter of getting it off the ground. Um, so I used to work entertainment in the paint park, and I had this profound ability to get people engaged and just completely forget that they were in the theme park and do just hilarious things through these narratives and just I can get families to pretend that they were in this imaginary world. And it was a really cool thing when it was working and most of the time it did. And God, I could get armies of people, just as families and just different every age group, all these different people just working with me to help help my character do something. So with with my new job now, I, I, I can't afford to do anything like that on my own, at least on the uh in like the real world, if you will. So that's where my goal why don't I try to create something online? So what I'm trying to create is a collaborative shared imaginary world for lack of a better term it's we've all had those really cool dreams we've all envisioned ourselves like in Star Wars or something like that like flying alongside the Skywalker but it's it's exactly it's just it's just a daydream it's just a fantasy Disney will never put you flying next to Luke Skywalker saving Luke Skywalker's ass or anything like that or you're never going to be able to go and, and be at Hogwarts, unless it's like in fan fiction or something. So what I wanted to do was kind of capitalize on that, where I wanted to create a shared universe where I'll release little narratives to help kind of paint the picture of what's going on in this world that people are able to inject themselves and tell their own story so they can be their own hero. Or if you don't want to be a hero, you can just you know fill in a detail or two and just start off with something really little and just expand on it. And that, that, that's sort of the, the, the crux of what it is I'm working on. So I call it the quantum drift and it's, well, what, what's nice is that you are you. And that's one thing I, I was trying to allude to in the beta. Cause I, I know a couple people came up with, like these backstories for themselves in the real world. And it's like, no, that's not the point of it. The point is that you are you. You are you in this world. And what do you do when you find yourself in this world? You, you can be anything you want. Um, if you want to be a fighter pilot, cool. Tell me, what, what do you remember about being in a fighter pilot? Who was with you? No, who, who was, you know, who are your wingmen? If you're not sure, maybe somebody else will, will read what you wrote and they can be like, oh, yeah, I was totally one of your wingmen. And then, boom, now you have collaboration. Right. Um, that, that, that's it, it's a means to try to get people so total strangers because how often do you have dreams and you don't recognize the people in your dreams it, it happens all the time very yeah. rarely do I actually see people that I recognize so what if you had this really cool dream like, yeah, I'm fighting like Godzilla or space aliens or something but I was surrounded by people that I don't remember well what if you were to share that somebody can read that and be like oh yeah it was totally right there with you I remember doing this, this, and this, and this. Then your story just expanded. And it gets a little bit bigger, and it gets a little bit bigger. And then uh, the whole catch is that I'm releasing these narratives to help paint the picture, but as you guys are building your stories, it'll actually become canon to this universe. So you can, if you want to fight the aliens on this planet, well, great. That's now canon. That happened. So it'll encourage people to read your story that you've come up with, and hopefully you've collaborated with others to help slowly expand this universe. And that'll hopefully inspire them to just make their own, tell, tell their own story. Now, well, what do you remember? That, that, that's the, the whole tagline of this thing. Um, it's currently in beta. I, I finally came public with the Kickstarter today. I made my first dollar on Kickstarter. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling in dough. Um, but I, I did look over the link that my buddy sent me, and it's pretty in depth what people have contributed. And it's, re- it's really cool to see. And it, it's a very similar premise to what 
I'm I'm working on. So um, I release very very just broad stroking things. I, I'm leaving it open to you guys in beta that's going on right now on Facebook to build the home worlds. And the whole concept of this is that you are you, and at some point you found yourself in this other world. And as you're going through your mundane life and your mind starts to drift, you start remembering little things about what you what you experienced in this world while you were in it. Um, yeah, that, that, is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to ramble, 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 but um, that, that's kind of the, the the gist of it. So I, I just released the ninth, ninth uh, narrative update, if you will, uh, like minutes before we, we went live. So you may or may not have had a chance to read it yet. But we're trying to get people, people read the narratives, and they start from the beginning. It's like, okay, well, this guy's describing entering this world. Well, what was it like when I entered this world? What do you remember? Oh, I remember seeing this, this, and this, and this. And then some people hopefully read that and be like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely remember this. I actually saw this. And it just gets a little bit bigger, and it gets a little bit bigger with each contribution to where finally we're able to paint this picture of this world based on the shared collaborative uh, storytelling. Am I done rambling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, it's it's a it's definitely a very interesting idea, um, and you know I I if if the, any of you guys are in the beta at the moment, uh, I'm also in it. And you've probably seen a couple of my posts in there, um, but yeah, it, it is it is pretty cool. I do like the idea of um, of going in and like expanding on other people's like stories, and you know like like I think uh, there was one where you had posted about, um, about being a, a bartender and then uh, somebody else came in and said like, Oh, you know, they're, they're at that bar or whatever. And then I ended up jumping in and saying like, I was heading to that bar when I ended up bumping into someone and got in a scuffle and then ended up going the other way. So, you know, little things like that. And it, it, it is, it is pretty, uh, pretty cool and, and interesting. And, you know, like, uh, like you're saying, you can kind of go in and inject whatever you want into it. Yeah, and uh, I'm I have very very loose rules in this, and I I'm kind of actively avoiding posting like direct rules for you guys. That's why I, I'm encouraging people to very carefully read the narratives that I'm putting out because I, I it, it is exposition and, and cleverly disguised. I think just kind of painting the loose rules, kind of how this universe works a little bit. Um, but it, it's it's like the never-ending story meets No Man's Sky. Mm. It, it's instead of in Fantasia, you are in this completely you're in a completely different universe. You you are in a different galaxy, and it's like okay, you're here. Well, what do you do from there? Well, realistically, if you poofed into another world, you're not going to just immediately become a space captain. You're going to start off small. So, how I'm yeah, I mean, everybody wants to hurt, just rush themselves to get to, oh, yeah, I'm this cool space captain, get to do all the stuff, I'm a hero, blah. It's like, no, it is. you can get there, but how did you get there? What was the processes of which you got there? So through the narratives, I'm kind of telling the story of, because I'm a bartender by trade. So if I poofed into another world, I'm not going to immediately become a space captain. No, I'm, I'm going to use my skills to kind of use establish myself so that that's kind of where my grassroots is right now within the, this world and then I know that a couple of my friends are eager beavers to kind of inject themselves and do the stuff it's like well guys read the narratives first help that paint the picture and kind of set the tone for what it's like and then you can build up from there and I think probably next week I'm going to see if I can get a couple volunteers to participate in kind of like a live drift session where I'll throw out a, a narrative thing and we can do it live either via the a chat section or the comment section and um, see what we can make canon. And it's going to be like the first sort of conflict, if you will. Um, 
trying to figure out how to deal with conflict because, you know, there, there's no, like, dice rolling or anything. So how does right. one address conflict when you're in this role, in, in this world? So we're, we're, I'm going to see how that goes. Hopefully it plays out okay. Because <laughs> what's, what's a good story without conflict? Yeah. You need to have a little, there needs to be something to overcome. So um, the main bad guys are the alien greys. Those scary aliens, I do have everything powered by element 115. It just makes sense. I'm trying to keep it as grounded enough, if you will, with you know what, what's going on in our world, because there are other creatures who are there. It, whatever your imagination is, those are the aliens that inhabit this massive galaxy. We are not the only ones that are there as people. There are probably thousands and thousands and thousands of different alien races and the only limit is your imagination. And the other week I did preemptively throw out the penis aliens. <laughs> the ones that sort of look phallic y. Because I know there might be that douchebag that'll come along and be like, oh, I thought the dick monster. Duh, 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 duh. So I kind of wanted to passively. Just, if, if you read that and you're like wondering what the fuck is he talking about with, with like penis aliens, I, I was sort of trying to get ahead of the ball on that one, just trying to preempt the. The dickhead that will come along and <laughs> talk about penis head kids. I actually did a little scribble of uh, of one of them. They do look kind of phallic-y, but <laughs> again, trying to keep them grounded. Um, but it, it was cool that you messaged me the other day and you said that you guys completed your first little like, story arc. That was pretty neat. I, I, I still haven't really read anything yet. Um, it, it's there, There's 20-something people, almost 30 people in the beta right now, and it's been a little bit of a slow start, but everybody's been busy doing their own shit. But I'm trying to encourage people that you don't have to feel obligated to write a whole blah, 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 all at once. Just you can add in a little detail or even say, I, I remember this. That just helps solidify it. Just any sort of interaction or contribution can go a really long way, regardless of how big it is. So. It's kind of the hang-up right now with people that I'm noticing. That's why we're in beta. Is people are telling me, oh, I don't have the time to write anything. It's so busy. It's like, well, you don't need to tell me your whole story. You can read any narrative and be like, oh, I remember seeing this type of alien. Or, oh, yeah, I, I got a closer look at this game. I remember seeing this type of scribbles on it. I, I couldn't tell what it was. Just some little, little things like that. I mean, somebody else can come along and read them and be like, oh, yeah, I actually do remember seeing the symbols. They actually look kind of like this, and blah, 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 blah. And then they can just snowball and snowball until people can read it and have a firm understanding of what what that experience is, if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. So, I... It is currently in beta. It is on Facebook, uh, the Quantum Drift. I'm working with uh, one of my graphic artist buddies who actually did design the, the logo for me. Uh, I did put in a request for him to actually create like a like an actual like logo logo, like like a Nike swoosh. Oh or, yeah, like the Adidas logo, just a logo. Because right now I just have the title and the tagline. But working with him with that, and then it looks good though. With him, what do you yeah create the gal- galactic map, if you will? And eventually, what I would like is to have a website where when you enter the website, you'll see the map of this galaxy that we, we will all hopefully create. And then you click on certain regions and then you can inject your own planet or see what people have created in that region. And then you can just kind of dive right in and uh, add your contributions. And then every week or so, maybe even twice a week, depending on, uh, what, what's going on at the time? Just input some narratives, and that just helps further the story, and hopefully encourage people to be imaginative. It's, it's kind of the the whole plan. Yeah, and it, it it is cool to be able to you know just like get out there and like write little things uh, where you don't have to you know come up with the whole story. Just like add your own little piece, like. Maybe I was I walked by this thing um, and I went off and did 
in my own direction and, you know, expand on it that way. Like, uh, this is what I saw over here or, you know, I saw one of these creatures or, or, you know, just stuff like that where it's, uh, where it's just, you know, world building. What? Right. And then one thing I was trying to establish really early on is I know everybody wants to jump in and play with their buddies. I I deliberately try to set up the the story to where when you poof into this place, because this is, this, this this galaxy is so big. Even though I, I wrote that most humans poof into uh, or blink, if you will, into you know this, this one particular gate, but because there's so much going on and there's you know people are blinking in at, at random times, that it, it's it's hard to meet up with your friends. It, considering you're even there, so that, that's kind of my subtle way of telling people it's okay to talk with others to tell your story. You know, step out of your comfort zone. You don't need. You don't always need to rely on your friends. Eventually, you can meet up with your friends if they remember themselves being in this world. But don't start off with, "Oh yeah, I blinked in with Adrian, and him and I went on space adventures." No, it, it, it didn't work like that. Now, how I wrote my uh, the narratives that when you know I blinked in, I was alone for a while, and I was trying to utilize my you know, my skills in the real world to try to stay afloat and kind of found a clever way to stay, you know, to, to get myself rooted and have people eventually come to me versus me trying to wander off and trying to find people. So that, that was sort of my angle in, in this world. So again, I haven't read anything yet that you guys have really written. I only wrote, or I only read really one. And that was what my coworker said about the, was it Krylon's Cavern or something like that. Just, yeah. I was, I remember reading that. It's like, okay, that's cool. See, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And then, God, this was last week or something. I was, uh, I had to go and help out another store that was, uh, about like an hour and a half away. It was in Culver City. And I was stuck in the worst traffic. And again, the whole point is when you're bored or stuck at work or stuck in traffic, your mind will drift. So I started thinking, about, okay, you know, what's up with this Captain Krylon saloon? I started thinking about it. It's like, well, damn. I remember this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I just came up with this whole thing just off this one comment that uh, one of the beta players wrote about this one particular tavern. It was maybe like a sentence or two. And that turned into a whole narrative, and that is now canon to the story. So that, that that's... That, that, to me, is cool. Because you'll never be in Star Wars. You'll never be in Harry Potter but you can put yourself in this world and you can be whatever you want to be. You can be your own hero or not. You can, you can be, you know, you can have a boring S job in this world. If you want it just, there's no role too big or too small. It's whatever you want to do. The accountant on, on this planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I really haven't read anything yet. I, I added another person today. Um, so I think maybe on Wednesday, I'm going to go through and read uh, some, read what you guys have written, and then that'll determine what kind of uh, live narrative I, I'm going to hopefully do. So should be should be interesting. Yeah. I did throw out the first. Uh, I'm slowly building up a tiny bit of conflict or a, a big conflict, but it, it's... We'll, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. That's why we're in beta. So, um, do have a Kickstarter going? Uh, incentives, you get access to the beta. Um, if you donate, uh, whatever, if you don't, what the, the, it cares, but if you donate anything, you, anybody gets immediate access to the beta. I, I just want people in so they can tell their story. I, I want to encourage that type of interaction with, with uh, other imaginative types around the world. Don't don't be come out come out of your comfort zone. It's okay. Come come and play in the water. It's it's okay. Nobody's going to judge you. It, at one point, Tatooine sounded really stupid to an executive, and that was <laughs> the worst mistake they ever made. I mean, the thing about it, Tatooine sounds stupid. What what is that? Tatooine. That sounds stupid, but it's so beloved. So. It, it, don't don't be shy. Come and come and play in the water. But um, another one of the donation tiers is that I'll make a custom narrative for you, and 
you know, it, it just goes up from there as far as like the narratives go. And then I'll, I'll showcase your, you and your story and your narrative. And then that all becomes canon to this universe. And then people can read it and they can just use that as a springboard to tell their own story. Right. That is the quantum drift. So it's on Kickstarter right now. Um, I posted the link on my main Facebook. I haven't posted the Kickstarter yet in the in the beta page quite yet, and I'm still kind of reserved on that. But uh, definitely would appreciate it. Again, I'm running everything off my phone right now, but I definitely need a new computer. But what I would eventually like to do is get some really good sound and audio or audio and video equipment so I can make really cool uh, narratives for you guys. Um, I, it is a neat story, and like my my personal story is no my own personal story from this experience, and eventually it, it might affect a lot of people. I mean, it all depends on what you guys decide to come up with. So it's uh it's definitely pretty cool. At least I think it is. And then right now it is on Facebook. Um, might move to a Reddit. I haven't quite decided yet so we'll just see how it goes but the quantum drift later and I'll, I'll give you all the links so you can post them on on this thing and hopefully get some more imaginative types in here to come play in the water the water's nice <laughs> right the space water <laughs> so <laughs> the right. blue milk so <laughs> actually you know what's you know what's interesting is uh, my one friend, she, I, I kind of gave her her own like sector of this universe, Maso Terra, which is the area. You, have you ever had like a, a daydream or whatever? You're really stressed out. You find yourself like out in nature, maybe like a tropical beach or something, or just maybe you're out in the wilderness, just, you know, very peaceful, serene, everything is calm. Have you, have you ever had that before where you just kind of like, God, I wish I could be at the beach right now. And you start to think about being at the beach or God, I really wish yeah. I was on the mountains right now, just away from everybody. And you start to envision yourself in the mountains away from everybody. You never experienced anything like that. I know I have like several thousand times. Yeah, definitely. So that would be the, what I call Maso Terra area of this, universe and that, that has its own I, I'm actually working directly with my friend on that one that's like, like a special little cornerstone of this universe and it may or may not impact the overall plot of spoilers but um, there, there's definitely as so the whole concept is that in our day to day lives as our minds drift and we have to start having these thoughts and these visions and just you know whatever why can't we inject that into a shared universe? That's, that's the, again, just another layer to this. So do you have those thoughts about being out in nature? Well, shit, maybe you're just remembering that time you drifted into Maso Terra and you're just, you know, at peace and tranquility. So again, that's a, I'm not going to get too much more into that. I'm still ironing out the full details of that, but it's definitely, definitely relevant to what's going on so anyway that's that's me plugging my project the quantum drift hashtag what do you remember <laughs> yeah it's a very cool name uh and a very cool idea i definitely definitely dig it um like you said it uh it, it is very uh reminiscent of of no man's sky um so if you guys are into that uh definitely uh Hit us up and try and get in on uh, on this beta. Uh, check out that Kickstarter. You know, um, check out the uh, the Facebook page. If you guys are friends with either of us on on Facebook, uh, shoot us a message and we'll get you in on that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, right now, I mean, I would appreciate anything that donates towards the Kickstarter because um, I, I I really want this to work. Uh, it, the world sucks right now, and I think having something like this could be cathartic towards people. I know right. when I was running around at the theme park, it was really cathartic for me to just be in pretend land for eight hours and just not give a crap about Trump or 
like the Amazon burning down. It was nice to <laughs> kind of escape, forget all that. Stuff, yeah. So. I mean, this could be cathartic, hopefully. But my 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 overall goal is for people to read this and inspire them. If they maybe they'll read something and they'll want to paint a picture of something that was described, or hell, maybe somebody would want to animate this particular battle that took place. Or no, there's no limit. But I would encourage you, people who are inspired to share what they have created so that it, it can inspire other people. It's like an imaginary, like, big bang, if you will. Because that, that's the type of thing that I'm trying to spark right now. Just, you can be your own hero. You don't need to pretend to be anybody else. You can be your own hero. So, that's all I got to say about that. Quantum yeah. Drift. Yeah, and like, um, it's, uh, I know, uh, you know, one of the things that you mentioned was that, like, uh, a lot of people are saying that they, they don't have the, the time to sit down and, you know, write all these things, but, uh, like you were saying, it, it doesn't have to be, like, a huge thing, it could just be a quick little thing, or, um, I know, like, one of the, one of the first main ones that I submitted, or that I posted on it, I actually did while I was, uh, while I was at the gym, like, working out, like, on the Stairmaster, I was actually typing this up, uh, and then I was at the gas station finishing it up as I was filling up my gas tank, and, uh, and then I, uh, I posted it, uh, I think as soon as I got home. Right, so, that said, going back to what I, what I mentioned earlier, no contribution is too big or too small. Like, as I'm writing these narratives, they are intentionally vague in certain areas for you to inject your own, uh, to, to inject your own story into. Like, they, they, they are deliberately vague. Um, and then there's a couple in particular that I, I don't really want to get into because I'd rather have people go into beta and read them themselves so they could see, see what I mean. But, um, there's really no wrong answer, if you will. I mean, I'm trying to create a group that, that's, I mean, God, it's the internet, but looking at this one uh, web page that's doing a similar thing, it, one, of, one of the first guiding rules is don't be a dick. <laughs> um, but they're to you know, hopefully expand on this universe, and just from the little bits that I've read, it, it, it works really well. Um, it, it is really, really interesting. So, um, but yeah, no contribution is too small. If you're reading a narrative and you know, something just, as you're reading this, you start to build the mental image and whatever you see in your head, like, Oh, I remember that being purple. I remember seeing a a greenish sky. Well then type that. And somebody will read that and be like, Oh yeah, it was definitely like a, like a pastel green color sky. And then poof, there you go. Just like that. It doesn't need to be a big story. It can be something as little as a color or a smell or something. In fact, there, there's uh, one story where a guy was talking about that this really rancid smell once he, he blinked into this world. And you now I could almost just physically smell it just off his description and then look like other people were describing, remembering, air quote, similar thing. I was like, yeah, I remember this awful, awful smell. And so huh. it's. It, it's neat when you see it working. Right. But definitely want to get some more people involved in it. So um, if anything, guys, like I was saying, do appreciate any uh, help on the Kickstarter. It's mainly to get a new computer going, uh, get the animation and video software going, uh, audio software. And that way I can start releasing some narratives for you guys. Get a website built and just have a place where all of you can go and tell your story. The Quantum Drift. Um, I have a pretty neat story. Um, I, I've been wrestling with this idea for, for I would say, pieces to the story for about 20 years now. So I, I've just been sitting on this thing and just trying to find like the right avenue to go about it. And about two and a half, three weeks ago, I finally had that epiphany moment. And now here we are. And this is really big for me because I don't really like to share this sort of thing because I'm very self-conscious of my crap, but I'm pretty confident in this one and I'm putting a lot of work into it. So, um, it would appreciate it if you guys checked it out. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. <laughs>
yeah, guys, um, uh, definitely uh, check it out. I'll I'll try and get a link, uh, or at least uh, the details in the show notes ep- uh, of the episode, and uh, we'll definitely have it on uh, on our YouTube page when I get this uh, uploaded there. Um, but yeah, uh, give give it a give it a shot. See see what you guys can come up with on it, and uh, see see where you drift, where you drift to, and what you remember. Yeah, I mean, people, so, whatever happened from the drift has already happened. So, it's a matter of what do you remember. So, again, as we're idle in our day-to-day lives, your mind starts to drift, what do you remember? That, that, that's, that, that's what it is. If you had a really cool dream, great. What, what do you remember? Then hopefully it'll inspire others to be imaginative and work with you to come up with a with a cool story so would appreciate if anybody were to jump in and just share should be fun yeah definitely. but i did just release a new narrative today that god it's so dark like i i think they're dark is and this one's uh oh what's this one called not quite neverland or something like that God, I just wrote it, and I can't even remember what I titled it, but it, uh, I think it's not quite Neverland or almost Neverland or something like that. But I don't, I don't want to paint it too dark, but, but again, everybody can tell their own story. So if you want to go on and tell some shit about lollipops, cool. Tell me all about it. Sure. <laughs> so, anyways, I think that's about it for us. For yeah, day. we're just at about the hour mark, so... Um. Thanks uh, for listening, guys. Uh, definitely check out the uh, the Quantum Drift uh, beta. It's uh, a lot of fun. Um, we're hoping to get more people involved so we can start uh, expanding on, on the ideas. Uh, check out the Kickstarter. Donate if you can so that uh, we can get um, uh, a new computer and uh, some of that software going so uh, some uh, additional uh, content uh, media can start getting created off of this. And then... Uh, you know, that's just going to help further help expand things. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, keep, uh, keep an eye out on, on, on our Facebook pages too, uh, on our, uh, our pals page. Uh, we'll be posting the, the YouTube, uh, links there and also any updates, um, and, uh, on, on our social medias, if you guys know them already, if not, you could, you could probably figure them out, <laughs> figure them out. Uh, um, but yeah. And, uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get back, we'll come back in another couple weeks with, uh, the third episode of the season. Uh, give us a like and, uh, a good rating, a five-star rating only on iTunes. That, that'll definitely help us out there. Um. Oh, sorry, Adrian, we're forgetting the most important thing. Yes. Our corporate overlords, infinitecbd.com. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yes. yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for uh, for the reminder. I've actually, I was actually just using some today. So um, uh, again, with the the social media thing, if if any of you guys are following me on Instagram, um, you've you've probably seen uh, my new tattoo. Uh, I actually just took the bandage off of it last night, and I've been applying um, their afterglow, which is actually uh, uh, specifically formulated for um, for uh, tattoos or uh, any cuts, uh, anything like that, uh, any, like, skin, skin trauma, like, really, um, but also, uh, four tattoos, uh, and it, it, it's awesome, like, it, it gives it a nice little shine, it, um, it disinfects, it, it helps keep it moisturized, which, you know, is, is definitely, a, an important thing, uh, when you, uh, when you have a, f- a fresh tattoo, because it it starts to get to that um that peeling phase where it's just like uh where your skin's peeling a little bit it's almost like a like a sunburn uh and it gets it's it's also it gets a little bit itchy so this this uh this stuff like definitely helps with that um so highly recommend it uh and and obviously if you've listened to any of our past episodes we've talked about things like the gummies like the the asteroids the drops you know uh, you really can't go wrong with anything from infinite cbd all of it is is just high quality product so um, that website is uh, infinitecbd.com, and if you uh, and with promo code type ten, you get ten percent off. Yep, exactly. That's T Y D E one zero tied ten, 
and that'll get you 10% off your order. Um, I, and uh, one thing to keep an eye out for is they're actually going to be dropping fairly soon some uh, sour gummies. So that should be pretty exciting. Sorry. Yeah. That was a, a very highly requested item for, for them, and they're they're finally uh, they I guess they finally perfected the formula and they got it to where uh, where they're happy with it. So they should be re- releasing that pretty soon. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, use our promo code Tide Ten and get ten percent off of those new sour gummies uh, when they drop. But yeah, uh, I think that's gonna be it for us guys. So. Uh, uh, make sure that you're following us on, on Facebook at, uh, pals exploring, uh, and, uh, on, uh, Twitter at, at TV pals and, uh, check out the, uh, the quantum drift, uh, check us out again on, uh, on, um, iTunes YouTube. and, uh, on YouTube I as well. YouTube. And, uh, you'll be able to follow along with all of uh, our adventures. So, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Keep watching the uh, the skis, guys. Make sure that you're always watching watching the the skis. skis.